Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. you to join. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hope you stretched during that time out. We're, We're back, back for, for more sports. sports. It's the game, 7.30 a.m. Uh, I think I pulled a hammy. Well, welcome to the Sparrows Down on Sports on Lansing Sports Station. The game, 7.30 a.m. Starring the Dean of Mid-Michigan Sports, Tim Stout. The Sparrows Down on Sports is Michigan's longest-running sports radio show. From high school to college and the pros, Tim has you covered. Give him a call on the Culligan Water Hotline at 517-300-4263. Or send him an email at tim.stout at WILX.com. Now, celebrating his 30th anniversary on the radio in mid-Michigan. And a member of the Michigan Association of Broadcasters Hall of Fame. Here's the Dean himself, Tim Stout. On behalf of our partner, Shaheen Chevy Cadillac, good morning, everybody. Today is Friday, February 23rd, 2024, and welcome to the final day of the week of the Sparrow Stout on Sports. And you're listening, of course, this morning on Lansing Sports Station. This is the game, 7.30 a.m. It is your home, as you know, for the local sports shows and programming of note in our area, coming to you live every day from the Driven Collision Studios here at WVFN Radio. Joe Laird's Driven Collision staff busy at this hour. If you've got a banged-up vehicle, let them make it look like new. 977-0955. Along the way today, a driven collision story of the day. We'll also have Pure Greensmith 3 breaking sports moments. It's a staple of the show every single day. When we get something of note, we pass it on to you pretty much the moment that we get it. Pure Greensmith 3 has prepaid for 2024 landscaping. Check and see for yourself. Either Google Pure Greensmith 3, go online, or call 703-1111. Quality Dairy Stats come your way every day. All those numbers we send to you in any way, shape, or form are quality dairy stats. 89 years quality dairy serving our area. And anytime on a weekend, some sundry item is required, requested, whatever, there's probably a quality dairy store near you to serve you in so many different ways. Brock's here. I'm Tim. It's a beautiful day in mid-Michigan today. It'll be a lot cooler tomorrow in the low 30s, warmer Sunday, and even to the 60s by Tuesday next week. So the staff tells us you'll hear the weather reports at the uh, at the uh, end of the newscast at the top of each hour from the WILX TV news staff. Colleague of Water Hotline to join us this morning at any time is our special guest, 34263. Emails have come in here this morning. We'll get to those as we can. Our email address, tim.stout at wylx.com. We have a couple of guests along the way today. Among them, Susie Merchant will join us at 1240 before we sign off for the weekend. Uh, life has changed for her, Brock. I was going to get her last Friday, but I believe she and her husband uh, took a little weekend uh, 
sojourn to New York City to see yeah. the sights and plays and everything else, yep. which at this time of the year was a basketball coach through her life, at least adult life for the most part she could not do. We'll get caught up with Susie at about 1240. We have a lot of sports programming coming up this weekend. Tonight especially, we've got Michigan State Hockey. We've got boys high school basketball, two big games on both of the AM stations. You might as well fill us in with the details. 6.30 p.m., 1240 WGIM, Michigan State uh, Hockey. Uh, playing Ohio State. That's pregame puck drop at 7. Yeah, 7, 7.05 with Scott Moore, Rob Woodward. Here on WVFN at 7 o'clock, Okemos at East Lansing Boys Basketball, the regular season finale for both teams. Game number 22 for both of those teams. Eric Doc Love and myself will be at East Lansing High School at 7 o'clock or thereabouts for that one. So uh, there you go. And since you brought up the fact that we're covering high school basketball uh, to end the boys' regular season tonight... We'll segue right in out of the chute this morning to our Gillespie Group Daily Sparrow Stout on Sports High School Salute. Right out of the chute. We do the Gillespie Salute at almost any time, depending on our uh, interview load or our news load on any day. This morning, uh, high school sports are a big deal, again, because this is the final night of the boys' high school regular season. And the Gillespie Group is renowned for bringing positive change through creative real estate solutions with many of their developments being recognized locally and nationally. Perhaps, perhaps the best sophomore, well, there are a couple of them, but among the best sophomores yep. in area boys high school basketball, Grady Eklund at Pawama, Westphalia. He had 17 key points last night in his team's narrow 45-41 regular season-ending win over Bath. The game was at PW, and with that win, Pawama Westphalia's boys end the regular season 20 wins, two losses, and on to the districts next week. Grady Eklund, uh, probably going to be an All-Stater as a sophomore. He's really, really good. His older brother, Jameson, uh, had a great career at PW. He's now at Lansing Community College, but Grady making a, a name for himself, and he did last year as a freshman. He's really, really good. There are only two losses to unbeaten Langsburg, and PW could make a long run there uh, in uh, Division Three, and they could play Langsburg if they both get to the Breslin Center. That's because they're on opposite halves of the bracket. I think it's the state finals if they both make it that far. Which would be amazing. Be See, wild. That, that would be, be uh, wild. an all-CMAC final. Yeah. Because Langsburg's 22-0 and Pawama Westphalia's 20-2 with two losses to Muamo Westphalia. Hey, the Gillespie Group's recent transformation of the 100-year-old train station, formerly known as Clara's, now it includes a Starbucks community format store, and Bobcat Bonnie's is finally open for brunch, lunch, and creative drinks, and it's been a big hit. The Gillespies love Bobcat Bonnie's, and they love Grady Eklund, the 10th grader at Muamo Westphalia, 17 key points. And his team's win over Bath last night to finish a regular season with 20 wins and two losses. And normally that's good enough to win you a league title. Not this year. Because uh, Langsburg finished 22 and 0. So some teams have already finished their regular season. What Stockbridge finished 16 and 6. Stockbridge won the other night. So I see they finished 16 and 6. There are a handful of games tonight. But the big one, obviously, in the area tonight, and it's the Friday Night Frenzy Channel 10 game of the week is the rematch in the CAAC Blue, Okemos at East Lansing tonight. Will that be another full house tonight? Is that yes. what we're thinking on a Friday night? Yes. Good weather in the area. People looking for something to do. Okemos yep. at East Lansing, you know that'll be a big crowd. Yes, it will. Should anyway. Uh, uh, and, I, and actually, I, I was looking at this. When's, here's a Tim question. When's the last time that all four uh, league champions were undefeated in league play? Mason's gonna Mason finished the CAAC red uh, undefeated ten and zero in league play. They uh, won last night. 
uh, in the CAAC white. Sexton finished the regular season. Uh, well, they're going for undefeated. Going for undefeated uh, tonight. Sexton is at Portland uh, tonight. They're trying to uh, go uh, undefeated. Yeah, Mason uh, finished undefeated. They beat Williamston last night. So and if East Lansing wins, they finish uh, undefeated, undefeated in league play and, in twelve and zero. And Langsburg in the CMAC, they finished undefeated eighteen and zero in league play. I'd like to thank you for that nice compliment. That that's a Tim question, but full of relevance, full of relevance, and and very difficult to ascertain whether that. However, I would. Th- I'm not sure Sexton will win at Portland. I would think that's Be a difficult, cl- yeah, close game. And I would think. I mean, they they they've won what thirteen in a row. Um, yeah, yeah. They won 13 straight. That quality dairy stat hits you right out of the shoot this morning. F- Sexton to, won 13 straight. Trying to finish the regular season 17-4, and four, which is their best record since uh, Carlton Valentine was the coach there. It has come in this, the, you know, either earlier this week, I, I mused, what would the attendance be for the women's Big Ten basketball tournament, which this year is being played in Minneapolis, the men's is as well. And I said, Target you know, Center, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was played in either Indianapolis or Chicago, although, frankly, for the women's tournament, attendance has been, let's just say, thin almost year after year after year. Yeah. Well, they're the reporting this morning that of the seven sessions at the Target Center uh, in Minneapolis in two weeks when the women's tournament gets underway, the Big Ten tournament, of the 109,000 tickets available, less than 2,000 remain. Gee, who do you think sold all those tickets in advance? People are willing to buy all the other sessions just to see Caitlin Clark. So, uh, be real. she sold out the Assembly Hall in Bloomington last night, and there was a lot of TV on last night, and a lot of it was kind of mesmerizing because uh, you did have uh, the Big Ten leader on the men's side, Purdue, early in a close game with Rutgers. The Red Wings went overtime with Colorado. Great win for the Red Wings. Michigan got out to a quick eight-point lead at Northwestern. Oh, they actually led in that game? 16-8 Michigan wow. over Northwestern early on. Call the paper. Uh, however, a lot of these things turned out differently. And then coming out of the All-Star break, you thought the Pistons are really going to be revved up to make a run of some type of credibility in the final third of the regular season. And they allowed almost 50 in the first so quarter? So they held uh, Indiana to 42 points in the first quarter. Oh, 42, okay. Held them to 72 at halftime for a narrow 29-point deficit. And then with the covers clearly in doubt, they came back, and I think they covered a 129 to 115. So mm-hmm. that drops them. Classic backdoor cover. That drops them to 8 and 47. But there's still just one game removed from not having the worst record in the NBA because the Wizards of Washington are 9-46. and 46. And by the way, circle it, March 20th. Now, this is a Tim thing. March 29th, the Pistons and the Wizards play again. March 29th. I believe that one's at Washington. By the way, I looked at the Pistons' schedule coming up, and they've got about five or six really tough games. Although every game for them is tough. But they yeah. got five or six. They're not going to... Uh, I don't think they're going to break the NBA futility record because they get and they also get the Charlotte Hornets once and Charlotte's got 11 wins and 46 losses and they've beaten Charlotte twice this year and they do play San Antonio on the road to close the regular season. They've got that one as well, so they got They've got four games against the equal NBA dregs of society. Now I couldn't find that one on the tube last night. Uh, You know, Doc and I was on Bally's Extra probably. Oh, I never, I never, frankly, I never looked for it because when no. I first re- thought about it, it was 29 down at the half. And I said, gee, if I want to see the Pistons play casually, I can find them any other night. True. Let alone tonight. Uh, the Internet is now speculating heavily whether Tom Gore has made the right decision in hiring that coach, Bonnie Williams. Yeah. 
given the fact that this team is now 8 and 47. Um, and he signed for five more years guaranteed. I they mean, gave him a six-year deal. He, he has a better... He's not going anywhere. He has the greatest deal in the United States. Total futility for high-priced high salary amongst NBA coaches. If you, if you can get it, get it. And he got it coming off being fired. That's another classic. Yeah, he, Matt Ishby He didn't get Phoenix lured away. Him. He got it off being fired by one team. And so the Pistons, in their infinite wisdom, thought this guy was worth the highest salary in the NBA amongst coaches. I mean, he can't make this stuff up. But, of course, that was all the prelim to the big one on Peacock last night, the uh, women's game in Bloomington with Iowa and Indiana. Um, and, uh, you know, Doc fell asleep in the third quarter when, uh, the, when the Hawks got 17 down. They're no different than a lot of teams. They, they play better at home. When you get them on the road, they're not the same. Although they are like Michigan State men's basketball, in my opinion, in a lot of ways. Because of their notoriety, when they go on the road, the other team has a huge crowd and the other team's all fired up. Indiana's women lost to an average Illinois team by 20 points earlier this week. And then last night they played, you know, like they were the five-time reigning WNBA champs and, had, and beat them by 17 last night. It was clearly Caitlin Clark's worst game of the season by a mile. However, Indiana clearly made a point to say she's not going to... She had 24 points, but she was eight out of 26 shooting. And she made only three out of 16 from three, and some of them... Looked like she was taking them from spots that they shot in the NBA All-Star game. Uh, she was frustrated, and that, but she drew the crowd. And that crowd wasn't there uh, for any other reason because that was their shot to see her. Um, I told Brock, though, this morning, after I've seen them play, if, if I, in my opinion, if Iowa played the Michigan State team at Breslin Center, Michigan State would beat them. I don't know how many she'd score. Michigan State would beat them. They almost beat them in Iowa City. And they took them to overtime here a year ago with not as good a team. Michigan State would beat Iowa in the Breslin Center. Uh, Iowa's one of the apps for a premier team, for a premier team in women's basketball. They are one of the weakest defensive teams I have ever seen play amongst elite teams. I'm not talking about they're an not, Yeah, they're not as good defensively they as they were apps. last year. I, every time Iowa goes on defense, I say if that was Izzo standing over there, he'd absolutely have, he'd burst a blood vessel. And the Iowa coach, she gets a lot of credit for work that others have done. She got two great players. The one before her was great. Megan Gustafson. And this one, about. obviously, and these two. And when I watch how horrible Iowa is on, they give up a thousand layups every game. Every game, every team scores at will on them. I thought they'd get to the Sweet 16, but I'd have to see who they will host in the second game of the NCAA tournament, Iowa City, because the scouting report on Iowa, just get the ball inside and you get a layup. You get a layup every single time. Every time Iowa needed a stop last night on defense, it wasn't that Indiana hit monster threes, although they did make a couple. But inside, they just and, and the Iowa coach never does a thing. You, she never she she never does a thing. She's not the only women's coach I've seen that has no reaction defensively when there are points given up. I've seen that everywhere, everywhere. But nobody gives up layups like Iowa does on the women's side. It's just that they have a good enough team offensively and at home where they can overcome that. Well, they couldn't do it last night. But watching that game and seeing them for about the 10th or 11th time, I told Doc, first of all, she knew Caitlin was off. And when she's off, Brock, it's not like one of the others is going to pick her up. For Rizzo's team, if, see, if Tyson's off, maybe it's... Uh, Malik. If Malik's off, maybe it's Akins. If Akins off, maybe it's Hogarth. If Iowa, if she's off, they're off. Yep. And when the yep. others get a lot of points, it's because they're winning by 25 to 30. 
They, they are way their last regular season games in Iowa City against Ohio State, and I think that'll be a litmus test to see what they're okay. going to do in the postseason. Because <coughs> wow, now me. playing at Iowa City, they'll be tougher, and that's their last regular season game. And Ohio State's ranked number two, so you know you're going to get everything they've got, um, and that'll be another noteworthy game. And by the way, Peacock doesn't exactly have the greatest announcing teams. I'm just going to leave it at that. The announcing teams on Peacock aren't exactly Nance and Billy Packer or, or I mean they, they they don't exactly have I mean those two were that they had last night I thought were hopelessly lost. Hopelessly lost in that game, just like Iowa's defense was. But that wasn't all that was on last night. The Red Wings played quite a game with Colorado. We'll get into that more coming up on the other side. Tom sent me a picture last night from a suite at the Tampa Bay Lightning hockey game. I don't know how he got mm. in there and that. And Tampa Bay lost to Washington 5-3, to three, so I had to keep an eye because I said to his mother, I said, well, he's there somewhere because that game was on ESPN. Purdue and Rutgers last night on the men's side. Me, she got at Northwestern. And again, where is Michigan going to win a game this season? More in a moment. This is the Friday Sparrow Stout on Sports. In these uncertain times, two things are critical. Keeping costs down and your ability to communicate. The Antenna Men can install a new TV antenna and save you money by cutting the cord with cable and satellite. And Cell Signal Pros can install a cell booster to improve your in-home communications for increased cellular usage. Call the Antenna Men and Cell Signal Pros seven days a week. Watch TV for free with the Antenna Man. The Antenna Man. At Shaheen Cadillac of Lansing, you drive the future with luxury at your fingertips. Experience our lineup of eye-catching sedans and SUVs. Cadillac is the next generation of high-end technology where remarkable comfort and attention to detail change the way you drive. Meet with one of our product specialists today or begin your experience online at ShaheenCadillac.com. Get this 2023 Cadillac XT5 for just $635 a month. Relax and enjoy the Shaheen difference. Hey, Michiganders, take them back. For decades, the state returned 90% of bottles and cans, making the state number one in the nation. Today, Michigan is only returning a disappointing 75%. State can do better, and it starts with you. Michigan's 10-cent deposit is a convenient and simple way to keep the streets, parks, and waterways clean, all while conserving valuable resources. These are your roads, your lakes, beaches, and your dimes, so take them back. The message brought to you by ShoePan, a Michigan company delivering sustainable material solutions since 1968. Tailgating season or any other special occasion, Tom's Food Centers in Okemos and Portland are ready to make it great for you. The entire family has created Tom's Food Centers and they upgrade the stores with new renovations on a consistent basis. And it's also so convenient to get in and out right away seven days a week. A lot of things on sale. The stores are fully stocked. They're neat, clean, sanitary. And for all those special occasions, you can dart in and out anytime, seven days a week. Try them. Tom's Food Centers in Okemos and Port. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Oh! 
Doggy Daycare and Spa is proud to be the area's original doggy daycare center. With nearly two decades in business, we strive to provide your dog with the very best in cageless daycare, overnight boarding, and a full line of grooming services. Our expertly trained staff's commitment and love for your four-legged family member will be apparent the first time you step through our doors. With locations in Lansing and Okemos, we are convenient for everyone. Give us a call at 333-WOOF. That's 333-9663. Visit us online at lansinghiphounds.com or better yet, stop in for a tour today. Doggy Daycare and Spa, where the hiphounds hang out. Of all the recommendations that I've ever given you on this program through the years, no one goes higher than the Munn team for real estate advice. John and Jan Munn work as hard as anyone in the business, trust me, and they truly are realtors who get results. John's cell phone, 881-6623. Jan's at 282-6781. And when they put the one-two whammy on a sale or to get you the best deal possible, you have the best people working for you. The Munn team, realtors who truly get results for anything real estate. We love to endorse Duff Schroeder and his company Schroeder Homes on Dobie Road in Okemos. Everything they do at Schroeder Homes revolves around helping you make highly informed home buying choices so that you're totally satisfied. Google and check the reviews on Schroeder Homes with three communities in the Lansing area for you to build your dream home. Call for an appointment at 349-0560. The most dependable and reliable home builder in mid-Michigan, we believe, continues to be Schroeder Homes you go see for yourself. We've partnered for years with our official pizza, Cottage and Gourmet Pizza. You always get fast delivery and a variety of specials every day. Order online at cottagein.com. Convenient locations all over our area, especially East Lansing and Okemos. Cottage and Pizza offering a wide variety of gourmet pizzas, and you can build your own just the way you want. Handmade dough closes at 11.30 each night. Way to go, George Hoover, with a continued growth and success of our official pizza, Cottage and Gourmet Pizza. Monarina tonight, Melting Moments Ice Cream Sandwiches. And boy, they're a hit there. They're a hit all year long at all the concession stands of Michigan State Sports, Athletics, and otherwise on the campus. And you can get Melting Moments Ice Cream Sandwiches by the packages at all the quality dairy stores around the mid-Michigan area. It's always Melting Moments time. And we'll remind you that Sparty's Coney Island and Frand are open until 2 o'clock. Each day, okay, breakfast is great early in the morning and uh, half price conies on Tuesdays, all right? Whenever you're at Sparty's, you be sure and tell Dominic behind the counter that we sent you. From Comerica Park to Jackson Field, we've got the sports opinions that matter to you. From the Driven Collision Studios, we make friends by accident on the game, 7.30 a.m. On we go in the Driven Collision Studios here at WVFN Radio. Calling a water hotline is 342-63, also televised last night. Men's basketball, Ohio State of Minnesota. Uh, Ohio State plays here at 4 o'clock on Sunday uh, in, what is it, two games under the interim coach now, Jake Diebler. One thing is for sure, Ohio State seems to be playing harder than it was. They lost at Minnesota last night, but State lost at Minnesota as well. Minnesota is improved this season and is much tougher at home. Uh, like any other team in college basketball, men or women, the home court's different than the road court. So they won last night 88-79. But I told Brock, what would I don't see it happening, but what happens if Ohio State comes in here Sunday and wins? I'll be stunned and amazed if that happens because I don't see it. But that would put State at 17-11 and 11 and 9-8 and eight in the conference heading to Purdue. And then it would be a lot more tenuous for the NCAA tournament. If. 
Uh, there's yes. there's going to be buildup for the Purdue game a week from Saturday. First oh, of yeah. all, Purdue play, fact, Purdue plays right before Michigan State at 2 o'clock Sunday, and it's a toughie. It's at Michigan. But you know how Purdue is? I'll bet you they mumble, fumble, bumble, stumble through a half and then win by 10 or 12. Okay. Because Michigan will play. You know, they'll they'll play. Um, but Purdue will win that, and then they get six days off. Like, State will get six days off after the 4 o'clock game with Ohio State, and then it's the one time in the regular season Michigan State plays at Purdue. State hadn't won there in a decade. But I think it, I, I could see State playing with them down there. Nobody else does. I do. No, I don't. I think they're going to lose by at least 15. Uh, yeah, but they could lose by 15 but be five down with four minutes yeah, to go. Yeah, good point. You know, they could be five down with four minutes to go and then lose by 15. Good point. Possible. Last night, in the first 10 minutes, Rutgers was at Purdue, and Purdue's kind of, Rutgers got them at a bad time because they were coming off the loss at Ohio State. So, you know, Purdue's going to play harder. Um, and Rutgers shot well in the first 10 minutes, and that thing was a two- to four-point game for 10 minutes. And then the next thing I know, Purdue's up like 15 at the half and won by 28. Uh, not, they just—they finally wore them down at home. Now, if you just go by X and O matchups, you'll say, "Well, State guards nobody inside, and Edie's a Player of the Year, so gee, they could lose by forty. I don't see that. Oh uh, no, they won't lose by forty. I, to, I, don't, to I don't see no. that. I, I, I think State's most dangerous on the road when it's an underdog, because State to me tends to play to the level of the team it's playing. That could be Rutgers, Penn State, Maryland on the road. Uh, or that could be the best teams like Arizona, Duke, Kansas, whatever it is. They, to me, they tend to play to the level for the most part of the team that they're playing, especially on the road. At home, for the most part, you know, they're the dominant team. They fell asleep the other night. I don't think anybody saw that coming, and I don't think that'll happen on Sunday. They'll be motivated Sunday. But Ohio State will be motivated, too, because they think they like this Diebler, and he needs to show more than winning a home game against Purdue, my opinion, if he seriously wants to be considered for the job. Now, the talent he has, you can make up your own mind on that. But losing at Minnesota, you know, that, that shouldn't surprise anybody, right? Because Ohio State has struggled most of the year. Um, so then, uh, you know, I, Michigan was playing during the Iowa women's game. I can't believe, you know, the, the, the but to me, there's a huge misnomer on the growth of women's college basketball. You've I, been over this before. I want to see what it is when she leaves. Let's see how, does it, is it, does it continue to grow? Does it stay the same? Or does it regress a bit? I mean, I doubt Indiana's women are going to sell out that place when she's gone. Call me crazy. Well, let's just see. If the, and they weren't there last night in Bloomington because the Indiana teams had good. They were there to see the star. And I said to Brock, what's too bad is they'll all walk out of there and say she's overrated because she had an off night off. She still got 20. She had 20, Brock, like in the first quarter. And then, and she had a lot of rebounds and some very good assists, but... It, that team is not a team built on a she's off, somebody else will pick up the slack. That's not that team. They, as like I said, they lose here. We'll never know. They don't play here. They lose here. They wouldn't win this. They wouldn't win here, my opinion. I think, I think State would beat them. But, uh, and they don't play at Michigan. That would be closer because Michigan isn't, in my opinion, nearly as good. I, I, this is a, the, she better go find some players, too, at Michigan. She better go find some players. She doesn't have what she used to have. Uh, but then I stumbled over it. I, on my phone, I saw, oh, Michigan 16, Northwestern 8. Isn't that typical Michigan? Because Michigan led Michigan State in the Breslin Center 18 to 9. And I thought, don't worry. They'll wake up. Everybody's going to wake up. 
So I turn back to it, and it's 34-all with five seconds to go in Northwestern on a very easy, defendable inbounds play. They just toss it to a guy in a corner. He hits a three at the buzzer, and Northwestern leads by three at the buzzer, and then they win it 76-62. to Uh I, I always say in a lot of ways, college sports' most interesting part of the year is the immediate off-season after any season's end. I cite Michigan football. They won the national title, and 16 days later, the coach is gone, the quarterback's gone, all these guys start to go out. we got to find a new coach. we got to get them in. Or do we got guys in the portal. I mean, all that stuff develops mm-hmm. after the end of a season, which it was, you know, uh, Michigan State. The, the moment the season ended Friday night against Penn State, the next day we got a brand-new head football coach. And, and everything since then, which has transpired. I say the season immediately following the schedule in a lot of ways, especially in college sports, is where it gets interesting because of developments you're not sure of. That said, what happens at the end of whatever is the final game for Michigan State hockey, Michigan basketball, the Detroit Tigers, the Detroit Pistons, the Detroit Red Wings, just things like that. When the final games have been played at whatever level they're played, well, with the Red- what are the next storylines going to be? Because we're going to have storylines in a changing big-time sports yeah. world. The Red Wings, Derek Lalone's not going anywhere. Um what do the Red Wings do with well? How Patrick far have they, how far have they gone? Right. How far will they have gone? Yeah. Because right right now they're in the first what with the win last night and then Tampa Bay losing like uh, uh, who was it? Petey was there, or was Tom, Tom was, was there? there. Your oldest Tom, Tom was there. Tom was at the Tampa Bay. So game. the Red Wings are one point ahead of them. They're in the first wild card spot. Compare that to being the but seventh they got seed. like twenty six games. Twenty six. They games got to a go. lot of games to go. But at. it was a great win last night and a great pass by Dylan Larkin to Patrick Kane on but the. But what ha- what's the next announcement of significance? Uh, At the end of the Michigan men's basketball oh. season, what is the next announcement mm. of significance mm. following? Mm. Are they going to get a verbal? Are they going to have guys in the portal? Are they going to change assistant coaches? Are they going to change the head they coach? They have a few COVID guys. Does the guys. head coach on his own? I mean, how does that all play out? They have a few COVID guys that could come back. Like Terrence Williams? Toward that end, what is the significant storyline immediately following the Michigan, the end of the Michigan State men's basketball season? Yeah. What's that storyline? I mean, I always say that's in a lot of ways because you can't really predict all that, but you can... You can muse moving forward about, given the fact that this is the way the season plays, you can speculate on what might be, could involve players, coaches, fans, administrators, that could, you know, it could be almost anything. Uh, And I always wonder, you know, I always say to Ayani here, between today and next Monday, what's going to happen that we have to address when we get back next Monday, but we didn't know it was going to develop. Michigan, I mean, they just don't have enough players, Brock. I mean, you know, they go, they play, they look like they have a game plan. They look like they're trying to do what they're trying to do, uh, but they don't, they don't, and now they get Purdue. Okay, so why are they going to beat Purdue uh, in Ann Arbor? I think Ohio State, and yet they beat Ohio State in Ann Arbor, and they still have to go there. I don't know where they're going to win another game, and I thought that three weeks ago, looking at their schedule more than anything else, where is Michigan going to win another game? And when I watch Northwestern play, because they still have to come to East Lansing, they're Michigan State's final home game on a Wednesday night before Michigan State finishes off at Indiana. I can't 
possibly see State losing at Indiana. Brock thinks just because it's at the Assembly Hall and it's their last regular season game that it'll be close and it'll be difficult. Well, I mean, I guess it could be. But if you go on just basic talent and the way Indiana has played and the way it has lost home games, uh, it would be hard for me to believe that. Sending him to the weekend on a Friday Sparrow Stout on Sports Lyle and Lansing. And away we go on this final day of the week. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I just, you know, I, I've, I sent you another clip, I think, about Caitlin and if she goes to the WNBA. <clears throat> I don't believe she's going to be, well, I think, don't, not, do not think she's going to be welcomed with open arms. To, uh, with some, I can't name, and this is just me, like the guy said in, in, the, in the tape, he can't name five WNBA players. <laughs> and everybody knows who Caitlin Clark is. And, you know, she's a Midwestern girl that comes in without a lot of jewelry on in their nose, and, and, and she doesn't have a lot of tattoos and stuff. I just think she's going to get smeared. I really do, and it's a, it's a bad deal, I think. I think she should stay now. I was kind of thinking that she should go to the Indiana Fever because she would be welcome in Indiana. But uh, I don't know. It's, it's going to be a rough ride for her, I can tell you that. Well, the WNBA appeals to those who follow the WNBA, whoever they are. That's an off-season league, right? I mean, if they tried to play in the winter time, they would just get overwhelmed by all the other sports. Which is why they play in the spring so and summer. That's why they play in the spring and summer. That said, uh, I don't think that that necessarily drives interest per se. I mean, I think they have issues with a general viewing public in a broad nature that may in some ways prevent them from growing in popularity beyond where they already are. That said, they've been around a long time, and I think what helps them is their television deal gives them a shred of credibility because they televise their draft. They do have good players in that league. Whether or not the average, you know, whether they're going to grow with her in there, to your point there, I, I don't know because it hasn't come to that yet. She would be, I'm, but you know, Connecticut's had players go into that league, and, and I would think those players would welcome with open arms anybody that can make that league more attractive to people with growing interest. In, Absolutely. I Absolutely. would I would think that, but that, you know, that might go, I, I, man, I don't know where she, what she's thinking. I, I have no idea. What do you think she's going to do? you think she'll stay another year, 50-50, 60-40? That she stays at Iowa another year and takes her COVID year? I don't know, but if I was to talk to her about it, I'd say, you know, look from afar, from what I see from afar, why is this even an issue for you? You've got the world by the tail where you are now. You're the biggest cheese in college sports at almost any level. She's the biggest star in college basketball, men or women, this winter. I, I mean, she just is. We've I been mean, over this. We've been over that. I mean, the, I mean why, why would you necessarily want to give that up if you don't have to give that up just yet if you don't have to do that why would you I, I, you know she doesn't really address that i don't think she's playing on a team that's nearly as good as their ranking but because of the exposure they get and their non-conference schedule for the most part which they were going to dominate and in a league telling it like it is, that has maybe two or three teams that are anything. The rest of, you can say what you want. The rest of those teams in a Big Ten, she's going to score 40 points, they're going to win by 25, and they're going to romp through a lot of that schedule. And I think it's been that way every single year. Um, why she would want to give that up 
you know, I don't know who they have coming in. They need, if, if uh, you know, I tell that Iowa, I told Brock, I said, the Iowa coach is making, I don't know, she's making a fortune. But she, to me, is making a fortune on two players. She's like every other coach. If you got good players, you might win. And if you don't have good players, go ask Israel. Like he says, you got to have play. Everybody, every coach says that. We don't have any play. Look what happened to San Antonio, the Spurs, with that guy the moment he lost all those players. They've won 11 games out of 55. It's amazing what happens when you don't have talent. Now, next year, if she stays, whether they need better talent, in my opinion, than what they've got. Because, like well, I say, you of, tell me, you think State can... seniors and, and fifth-year grad students on that team as well. They do. There's going to be openings, and there will be people who would want to play with her. Uh, I would. Uh, how many players are considering Iowa, but the decision's going to come down to whether she stays yeah. or goes? <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know where they are with, with commitments and that. I don't know where they are relative to that. Um, I, I, I don't know. But, but I think those Iowa fans, I, I mean, I think they're resigned to the fact that, you know, they're not going to get to the NCAA championship game. Uh, I, I don't see that. You it would tell- be an upset if they got to the Final Four. I can't eliminate that as a possibility, Wait, but I'll, it'd be an upset I'll if they did. I'll go one further. If she wasn't on that team, Michigan State would beat them by at least 20 points. At least the, 20 and points. The, and the, and the, at the home, yes. Me, Pardon? At home, yes. selfish me, if she comes back next year, I'll buy season women's tickets just to go. I mean, I would, I would. I well, mean, and look at the Big Ten Women's Tournament. They, I've often said every year they go play in Indianapolis, you could play their games in a good high school gym and have plenty of room for everybody. Now there are they have 109,000 tickets for sale for seven uh, sessions in Minneapolis in two weeks, and there are 2,000 left. Who do you think <laughs> sold those tickets? Yeah. Who do you Didn't think sold those tickets? Rapids at one time. If my, I got a good memory, but it's short. Uh, well, next year, if she stays, I believe the schedule would revert to where they would go on the road to both Michigan and Michigan State. Exactly. Look Good. at the money. Look at the, the money. How about this? What would, what, how much more revenue would Michigan State's women's ticket sales produce if they knew that Iowa was on the schedule here next year? It, let's oh, just say so there's more people like you that would say to guarantee a seat, I might have to buy season tickets to make sure I get it for the sure. one game I want to see. Sure. I mean, what, what exactly. what's the value? I mean, when she walked, I told my wife last night, I said, just, they're making a huge 17222 So how many of these people do you think are here one time? <laughs> they're here one time. Oh, more than half. No question. More than half. They were averaging like eight to 9,000. And you that's pretty good. You think those people filled that's that arena because they want to see their beloved women's Hoosiers team who are in fourth place, whatever they are, go, you know, they're not there for that. They're there to see the, and and then they went crazy every time she struggled, and she struggled. She had a couple of words with the Indiana bench. Did you see that in the first half? They were trying to get no. on her a little bit. Yeah, it was, you know. So, Lyle, you were saying that you're asking if the women's tournament was ever at Grand Rapids. I don't think so. I don't oh, remember. Okay. I thought it was one time. I, I don't, don't rem- think so. I don't remember that, but who knows? Okay, say if she comes here next year. If she comes here next year, are you going to buy a, a seat and sit with us in the in the minion section, or are you going to use your influence and get in there and just? What I do you think, I'm, Lyle? I mean, I don't have any influence with Brock, so how am I going to have influence over that? Ayani says they would I mean, he worked there. He said they, I said, what, what, what would There'd they draw? There'd be people in the upper deck. He said, yes. they'd, oh, he said they'd sell it out. Yeah, they might. He said if she was, but she, but if, now if she doesn't, if she's right. not back. Right. See, that's when everybody says, oh, growth of women's college bad. Let me see it when she's gone. 
or is this is she the one that is driving this and it will revert to wherever it was when she's gone i think she is the i think she is the bus driver so we'll see have a good weekend we'll go to break back with uh, more uh and there's a lot more going on why did the seattle seahawks if the nfl yesterday hire 15 new staff members how many staff people do we need? Uh, here we go. And they hired that Curtis Partridge who got fired as At a Michigan, Michigan assistant yep. coach because they thought he was a little bit shaky with some of the stuff on the uh, science team. Right. Well, he's back with the Seattle Seahawks, and we have more in a moment. Here's what's on tap today here on The Game, 7.30 a.m. WVFN. Coming up, Susie Merchant, former Michigan State women's basketball coach. She's coming up in the 12 o'clock. I got the other possibilities, too. Just keep on listening. At 1 o'clock, ESPN Radio at 3. It's the huge show. 7 o'clock, WVFN, high school boys basketball, the regular season finale. It's Okemos at East Lansing. Eric Doc Love and myself will be at... Uh, East Lansing High School for that. Over on 1240 WJIM, 630 tonight, Michigan State Hockey. They are hosting Ohio State. That's what's on tap. The game, 730 AM, WVFN. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. It's amazing to me the fabulous quality of Wash World in cleaning your vehicle. Two locations in our area, Okemos and Jolly Road, and on the west side, I-96 at the MLK exit. State-of-the-art, full service, free vacuum. Who offers that? $2 off on Wednesday, gift cards available, and you can get monthly and yearly wash subscriptions. You're in and out right away. Your vehicle looks great any time of the year. Make your car or truck look great at Wash World. The best in quality, the fastest service, believe me, in Okemos and Westside Lansing. You always have a great time at Scott Berman's One North Kitchen and Bar, 5000 one West Saginaw Lansing. It's in the old Reno's West location. Dine-in or curbside service. All the info at OneNorthDining.com or call 901-5001 for any special event. Open 11 to 11 and then till midnight on Friday and Saturday. A casual and entertainment-based environment where your gathering will have a great time every time. That's One North on West Saginaw in West Lansing. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're looking for a little quaint bistro for a getaway at any time after work while well, the hot one in the area, as usual, in East Lansing Sidebar. 
right next to Abood Law, okay, Abbott and Saginaw. It's wonderful for lunch or dinner or any special occasion where you don't want a jam-packed crowd, but there are televisions there to watch all the big games and a nice, quiet getaway. Try Sidebar, Google Sidebar. Take a look at what all they have for you. A wonderful menu, quaint, cozy atmosphere Sidebar in East Lansing. Michigan Plumbing, a leading provider of plumbing, drain cleaning, and water heater services to homeowners in the mid-Michigan area. And you can get an expert in your home free for an evaluation. Call 322-2994. emergency plumbing and drain services for the entire mid-Michigan area. All home plumbing emergencies, all makes and models of equipment. What a great company it is. Michigan Plumbing. And they're right when they say we exceed your expectations. See for yourself. Michigan Plumbing today. If you're thinking about home renovation or adding or changing a deck at your home, you want custom built in Okemos. For more than 15 years, custom built design and remodeling has been the leading full service design build remodeling company in mid Michigan and owner Michael Flory has built it from the ground up over the years. If you're curious about what the difference between a general contractor and a design build company is, you got to Google custom built in Okemos to see all they can do for you. We swear by custom build in Okemos, a great renovation company. Don't forget this tax season, you need tax help. You want a reliable tax service that knows your tax return and knows that when you get that return done and they turn it back to you, either the refund or the payment is dead on accurate. That's MidMichigan Tax at 694-9545 in Lansing. Deb Allerting staff does payroll for companies as well. There's nobody more reliable, especially economically, like MidMichigan Tax at 694-9545. Opinions and you. The station Lansing turns to for sports. Turns to for sports. The game, 7.30 a.m. On we go from the Driven Collision Studios here at WVFN Radio. Culling Water Hotline is 342.63. What else do we have going on? On the weekend itself, is there anything other uh, of significance? I mean, there will be just a sea of college basketball uh, that is coming up tomorrow for the most part. And a few of the premier games on Sunday, including Michigan-Purdue at 2 and Michigan State-Ohio State at 4 o'clock. In both those games, the home team, Michigan and Michigan State. Uh, and they're both CBS games, I believe. Is that... Uh, yeah, is that back to back? Is that I what it is? So, yeah, I'll uh, look it up just to be sure, but I'm pretty sure that's the case. What about the Mexico Open? Uh, we got the Mexico Open. Oh yeah, uh, we hey, got um, the Mexico Open in golf. What, by the way, what did Brim do yesterday in the Mexico? He shot even par. I was, know that. Is that good? Bad? Tied for 65th. Well, that keeps him at least in hailing distance, right? Yeah. Let me see here. Hold on. Trying to do two. So you've got the Mexico Open. Purdue at Michigan at two o'clock. CBS, Ohio State, Michigan State. Four o'clock CBS. Okay, so they are both on CBS. So let me see. PGA Tour. Eric Van Royen of South Africa shot eight under par 63, and he's out this morning. He's one under par right now. Let me see where Ryan Brem is because he's got to finish a, a T65 or better to make it to the weekend. And let me see. Ah, he's one over par on the day through six holes. He's tied for 85th. He's got to get a couple of birdies. So the golf story of the day, though, yesterday was Woods. And I don't mean Tiger. Right. <laughs> so 15-year-old Charlie was entered uh, in a pre-pre-pre-qualifier for a PGA Tour event that's going to Florida next week. 
if he'd have done well on that, then he'd have had to go to the Monday qualifier. Okay. Oh, right. The weekly Monday qualifiers. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah, trying yeah. to qualify to get to the Monday qualifier. And he's so, but the, we had a big problem yesterday. I don't know where he shot 86, but it, I think he had a 12 on one he hole. He did have a 12 he on had a one 12 hole. 12 on one hole. But the problem was, okay, so he had plenty of security and he had, he had a lot of security, but he also had way too many fans that didn't behave themselves reportedly, uh, which affected him to the extent that security had to deal with unruly fans uh, that they were talking about all throughout his round which is unfortunate, but Brock, his namesake, is going to be an issue that way moving forward all the way. I mean, I actually feel kind of sorry for the kid in a way because he seems like a polite kid. You know what I mean? The Hard to believe he's 15 years old because whenever we've seen him, he's just like a little kid, like 9, 10 years old, even younger than that. But now, I mean, where, yeah, he's a teenager I mean, now. Where his career you know, is headed... There are a lot of very, very good players at the collegiate, high school, amateur level. Oh, my goodness. There's but, thousands of them. But there's a moat around the PGA Tour of trying to get onto the Corn Ferry Tour and then to the Which PGA is hard Tour. enough as it is. The Corn Ferry Tour is a great tour. It, it, it's brutally tough. Ugh. Now, he's only 15 years old. And I've, I've seen various opinions of his ability by golf professionals um i think it's way too i think he's way too early he's very good for a 15 year old player oh my goodness yes uh, and uh, he must as he depending on how much he's going to play competitively moving forward as a teenager i would think in high school if they go play high school meets there might be people if they know about it would go watch i wouldn't want that publicized anywhere just Agreed. simply because the people are going to go out and possibly see tiger chasing him around the course yes I remember when the Nicholas kids were playing high school golf, and a couple in, of them in went the on to play. And 80s, yeah. So Jack wants to go watch him play, but Jack doesn't want to be seen. So Jack's got every disguise. You know, he's standing like three fairways over, trying to watch his kids play golf. And I think in a lot of ways, he just finally gave up. I remember when his son, uh, it was a Gary, played for Ohio State. And Ohio State played here a couple times, and I went over there. Because I, I didn't go over there to watch the golf. I wanted to go see if Jack was hanging out somewhere around. Because Jack also had business dealings with people in Lansing. Oh, with, yeah. And would fly his jet in here from time to time. Nobody ever knew it because Jack didn't need the publicity and didn't want it. But when I would go over there, I never saw him. Yeah. It, he, he may have been there somewhere. He And he, then occasionally you would see a picture of Jack. He wanted to go watch his grandson play high school football. Oh, yeah. But Jack didn't want to, you know, he wanted to, you know, he didn't want to be wrecked. He just wanted to go watch a game and be by himself. Just like a whatever. regular dad. And he, well, he was a grandfather. Oh, okay. That okay. was his grandson who was playing high school football in Florida, of course. Uh, and he managed to see some of that. Um, but in, in Wood's case, how he would give advice to Tiger about his son playing competitively moving forward. Because mm. the moment they get into that father-son tournament on NBC in December from Orlando, where do the cameras go? They go right to Tiger and Charlie. Yes. And Charlie's a good player. And in a scramble, you can hide a lot of sins. Because the other guy can come through for you. And if your partner's Tiger Woods, that kind of helps. And they're not playing Augusta National. No. They're, they're playing, of course, it's set up so Naples, that everybody can make Naples a, or Orlando, right? You know, right there at the, uh, at the uh, golf resorts and that. But he's in the news because Charlie shot 86, so he will not be playing 
in the PGA Tour qualifier on Monday because what after the Mexico Open and then the tour moves to Florida, right? So yes, that's where and it it'll goes. be in Florida and then Texas and then the Masters. All right, we have a busier hour number two coming up. You join us on the Culligan Water Hotline, uh, hotline 340-263. And our email address is tim.stout at wylx.com and you are listening to The Sparrow Friday Stout on Sports. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. He's Lansing, a town square media station. Lansing Sports Leader. The game, 730 AL. Hi. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Why would you argue with people online about sports? When you can argue live over the airwaves. Cut the BS and let's get to the truth. Sports and Sports Talk is on the game, 7.30 a.m. Welcome to the Sparrow Stout on Sports. On Lansing Sports Station, the game, 7.30 a.m. Starring the Dean of Mid-Michigan Sports, Tim Stout. Give him a call on the Culligan Water Hotline at 517-300-4263. Or send him an email at Tim Stout at WILX.com. Now, celebrating his 30th anniversary on the radio in mid-Michigan, here's the Dean himself, Tim Stout. Hour number two this morning is brought to you by the two Wash World locations, and man, will they be busy today, but they'll get you in and out right away with your vehicle, either at Okemos and Jolly Road or at I-96 in the MLK exit. $2 off on Wednesdays, always free vacuum service, gift cards available, frequency discounts as well, and the best wash believe us anywhere the wash world locations as we mentioned earlier this is a big weekend again among all the sporting events going on michigan state hockey off a bye week spartans haven't played in 13 days we last saw them winning the duel on the d against michigan at little caesars arena spartans back seven o'clock tonight ohio state six o'clock tomorrow the final home games of the regular season we always appreciate it when we get a few minutes with michigan state's Second-year head coach Adam Nightingale. His team skated this morning, and the coach has got a couple of minutes. He's on the line. Morning, Adam. Morning. How you doing? Good, thank you. Is it? Uh, do all players who are going to suit up for a Friday night game do they automatically skate Friday morning, or is that optional? You know what? Our guys don't. We. It's just the guys that won't be uh, that won't be dressing in the game. So they'll go out and um, have a really good skate and lift. So they you know keep their body ready if their their numbers called, and then. The guys that are playing come in, you know, we have breakfast at 9, stretch around 9.30, and then we have some meetings um, starting at 10. And then in the afternoon, are they on their own? Or for that matter, does anybody have classes on a Friday in any way? 
there's some guys that do. There's some guys that do um, have class. Um, they try to, you know, do their schedule just because we travel so much that, you know, if they can not have a Friday class, um, but some have it. And so, yeah, they'll be, they'll go home now and, um, you know, do whatever they got to do. And then they come back. We always, you know, have a pregame meal here at, right at the rink uh, four hours before uh, puck drop. So today's would be at uh, three o'clock and then they'll come back two hours before the game. Then we'll meet again an hour and a half before the game. And, on a, on a game day like this, Adam, for the coaching staff, is it very much different than other days, especially for a home game? In other words, for the coaching staff, what time does the day start? And kind of does that depend on the circumstances of the team you're playing or during any part of the season? Yeah, I mean, I think our, the way you know college hockey sets up, you're playing the same opponent. Um, so we have we have all week to prepare uh, for our opponent. We, we try to keep the focus on us, but obviously we study our opponent and, all, and our job is to figure out what's important to show our team. So our meetings are pretty much set, you know, by the time we get to today. And so we'll have, you know, we'll have our, we'll have our meeting. Um, you know, we had our meetings this morning and then, um, and then more meetings here an hour and a half before the game. So you swept Ohio state in Columbus and Ohio state comes in here off sweeping Wisconsin. The difference in the two series, is is it just puck luck that weekend didn't go Wisconsin's way, or did you notice something different about Ohio State's demeanor last weekend from the weekend the Spartans played in uh, in Columbus? Yeah, I mean, I think the, when we played down there, that was a while ago, and, um, you know, I don't think the scores were really indicative of how the series, I thought there were closer games. I remember leaving the rink thinking, man, they're, they're a really good hockey team. I think that's just the nature of our conference. You know, when you, we only have seven teams, and, um, it's so razor thin, and so they're a really good team. They played really well, and, and obviously Wisconsin is too, but I think that's just the beast that uh, Big Ten hockey is. is um, there's no nights off. If it was your call, would you have wanted a series last weekend, or when we get to this point late in February, having a weekend off has value in and of itself? I like. I don't like having a weekend off, you know, from uh, just especially if you're playing good hockey. You know, I do think, you know, those were emotional games against our rival, and um, and then we were a little banged up, and so just to you know have a week there, really good practice, and um, get healthy, and get caught up in school, and do all those things. I, I thought it was, it was pretty pretty good timing, but. Ask me again after the game. We'll see how tonight goes. Right. Uh, are there any special? activities or anything planned for tomorrow night's game before during or after that fans should know about for a six o'clock start yeah well we'll have um you know i think the the duel and the d trophy will be around this weekend so fancy get a picture with it it's pretty pretty cool trophy and then um senior night on saturday we actually have alumni coming in and pretty cool tradition where you know we have all the alumni back that can make it and i think we got up over 100 um, with their family and everything that'll be have a little reception before the game and then um, yeah after the game then we'll, we'll we'll each each senior we have six of them will be you know announced and their family will be down there and they'll get to skate a lap so yeah it'll be cool for the fans to stick around after the game and, and honor our seniors so you're 30 of 34 games into the regular season from back to the start way back last fall has this season surprised you in any way good, bad, or indifferent, or has it played out at least to this point? I know it's the way you hoped in some ways. Is it the way you expected, or have there been some surprises along the way? Yeah, I mean, I think we had high expectations for the group, you know, we, we, but I think going into the season, you know, we had 15 new guys. That's over half our roster was new players, and 
Um, so, you know, you know, you know, and we're young. I think we were the youngest team in our conference, uh, you know, fourth youngest in the country, I think. And so we, we knew that, um, we, we had a lot of potential, but it was, you know, how, how quick we could get to that potential and come together as a team. And, you know, what I like is, um, just the way our groups respond in different moments. You know, we, we uh, we went out to Boston college early and, uh, got swept a really good team, still ranked number one. And, um, you know, we didn't lose again in regulation until, you know, we lost at home to Michigan. They beat us good here. And then our response within that series, um, you know, I thought was really good. So the team has shown their the ability to respond. And that's, you know, I think that starts with our leadership. So uh, I'm looking ahead a little bit here to the Big Ten tournament. The format, what do you think of it? Because if Michigan State wins the regular season, then you get another bye week. And not only that, Okay, so you you get a home semifinal game, but when I look at that, you know how hockey is. It's one thing if State had to win two out of three in the semifinals at home, but in a one-game knockout, is that a format that coaches like? In other words, your reward is a home game, but in a one-game knockout as opposed to a best two out of three, which is the format in the first round, you never know when it's not going to be your night. Am I on to something, or you think differently there? No, I agree with you. I mean, I... I I think that um, obviously, if we could get an eighth team, that solves the the, the whole buy, right? Because there's a team that's going to have a buy before, and then if you were, you know, if you happen to have that but last year, we had that buy. But if you happen to have that buy, and then you would finish in first, you'd you'd be off for two weeks. And then if you you play that one game and <laughs> say you don't you don't win, now you're going to the NCAA tournament. You're playing one game in in five and a half weeks, and and you know we want to try to put our best foot forward as a conference. Um, you know, so to, to try to win a national championship. And I think, um, you know, they're working on all of that. I think that is that is a hot button for all the coaches is, you know, we'd like to, you know, find a solution to that. But it is it is what it is, and that's you just got to prepare for it and make sure you're practicing. If you, if you happen to have a bye, you know, practice in the right way to make sure your guys are ready to go. But to your point, look at all the problems in scheduling that would solve with one more school in the conference. So that would take a lot of that out of there. Is it your understanding that maybe someone's on the horizon uh, around the corner or not, or you're clueless? Do you have any influence on that? Where are we with all that? Well, yeah, I mean, I would say I don't have, I don't have any influence other than wanting, a, wanting an eight team. I think the the dynamic in college hockey now or in college athletics in general is just um, with the changing landscape, you know, I think it is going to be hard to have a team flat out add hockey, you know, and, and when you talk about adding that your, you know, Penn state added hockey and that was because Terry Bagula gave a hundred million dollars, you know, and that, that covered the, the rank endowed all the scholarships. And so with budgets and everything, I, you know, you'd need someone, a donor to like that to step forward and not to say that couldn't happen. But I, I also think looking at other avenues of, you know, obviously we had, we've added Notre Dame to the conference and they're not a, you know, they're not in the big 10. So, you know, if you could find a school that, that fit academically, um, fit budget wise, um, to get to kind of the profile of a big 10 school, I, I think we would do it. So before, I always try to come up with something that, you know, that, uh, that's different. So when television cameras show the benches and you at, at any level, whether it's college or the NHL, whatever, you see the coaches standing back there and they're, you know, they don't, <laughs> it's not like basketball. It's not like football per se. 
when you're behind the bench during play yourself and with your staff and the game's going on, Adam, what are you looking for? Are you looking for anything specific or you're just gazing to see? In other words, I'm always wondering because, you know, I got a basketball coach, he's on either one of his players or he's on the official or whatever. But hockey coaches are a little more stoic, if that's the right term. During a game or if I watch you tonight on the bench, is there anything specific either you're looking at or your assistants are? And are they different from each other? Yeah, no, I mean, I think, yeah, for sure different. I mean, like like Jared DeMichael and Brad Fast, you know, they're they're looking more at the defensemen. Mike Towns um, is, is looking more more at the forwards, and then I'm, I'm kind of looking at everything. I think you're right. I mean, I think our game's so fast that, that we need to bring some calmness because it is a hard game to play, you know, if, if, when it's when it gets super frantic on the bench. And, um, yeah, I think you're just evaluating your guys, see who's going, see if um, – you know, who needs to play more, um, whether or not their team is doing something that we can make an adjustment or whether we think there's something we could take advantage of. And, um, you know, and I just think just that the biggest thing probably is just making sure if there's someone that, that's, that's played and warrants more ice time, making sure we, we reward them. One other thing. Between periods, first intermission, second intermission, is the routine for the Michigan State players different in any way? And toward that end, generally speaking, the time, the intermission time, how much of that time do players have on their own and how much of that time are they listening to coaches and is it more pep talk or X's and O's or a combination? Yeah, I mean, I think it just depends on what's going on with the game. But we, uh, so we have a twelve-minute intermission. Our guys know that at the six-minute mark, uh, we'll we'll come in and talk. So they got six minutes after to kind of do their own thing. We'll come and talk, and at, in those six minutes, when the players are on their own, um, we're in watching uh, video. So um, again, D Mike would be watching penalty kill if it, if we had a kill. Townsy or Fast would be watching power play if we had a power play, and then I watch scoring chances for and against. So. We, we have the ability to show some things if we want. We don't, we don't do a ton of that. It would be more, um, hey, this is, this is what's going on, and we need to be better in this area or keep doing this. And, um, so it's, it's, it's usually a short little, little chat and, um, that when we get out of there in a couple minutes, so they still have, whatever, three minutes on their own to get ready to, uh, for the next period. So you're telling me someone assembles video from the previous period the way you might want to see it, and you have the, uh, the devices there or the equipment there to blah, blah, blah. Let me see what this was from the previous period. Is that what I'm hearing? Yep, yep, yep. So Dan Sturgis um, does our video, does a great job. So he sits up top. He's marking everything live. So... When we get down, you know, at home, we get down at our coaches' area. It's it's right on our computers, and and right away we can we can start watching stuff, because um, that's not a lot of time, right? By the time you walk back from the bench, you're probably at 11 minutes, and then you're because they started right away, and then um, you, you probably got about you're talking about three and a half, four minutes to to find what you're looking for. It's so important. He does a, he does a good job, which he does, and um, yeah. So that he he's the other thing he's responsible for is the coach's challenge. Like he's, he's got all the technology up there and we don't have, we're not allowed to have technology on the bench. So um, anytime there's a challenge, he, he would be calling down from the top and, and uh, telling us to challenge a play. Do most coaches like the 12 minute intermissions or if it was at your call, you'd like more time than what you have. I think when I first, my first year here, um, it felt so fast, you know, you were used to, you know, 15 minutes, 17 minutes, it just, just depending on what level you're at. And so you had a little bit more time and I, I, I I've liked it. it you know, it's, it's obviously we fortunate that we have the technology we have and the ability to review, um, quickly. And that, that helps us, you know, and actually that, that came in COVID, it used to be 15 minutes. And then when you couldn't be in the same room 
for longer than 15 minutes, they switched the intermission to 12 months. So that's, that's how it got here. But I think the coaches liked it and stuck with it. And one other thing, do you have any interaction socially or otherwise prior to, during, or right after the game with the officiating crew, or do you never see any of the officials until they're on the ice? Yeah, I usually don't see them until they're on the ice. They'll do their, um, Obviously, we're not out there for warm-ups. The guys are out there warming up, whatever. So the, the, the refs are out there, and then they'll come by the bench and um, before the first game and whatever, shake hands and ask if you have any questions. But other than that, just try to let them do their job. Judd used to say before games uh, earlier in the week, uh-oh, that crew, that guy doesn't like us. That guy calls traveling. That guy's too tight. Do hockey coaches in the Big Ten, frankly, behind the scenes say, oh, oh, look at the crew we got tonight. This guy doesn't call this. This guy calls this. This guy doesn't like this player. Or does that never come to mind for you or any of the other coaches? Yeah, I mean, I could just speak for our staff. We try to just, you know, I don't, I don't think you can control referees, you know, and whether you, you yell at them or not. Or when I think you just treat them with respect and they're no different than our players. Um, there's a reason our players aren't in the NHL and the reason – the refs aren't either, and they got to keep improving, and our players need to keep improving. So that's that's the mindset we take. And I do think every time we get officials, you know, they're they're out there trying to do the best job they can, and I, I think they have this year. Right, and uh, I got to say, Adam praised the officiating of the Michigan Michigan State game at Little Caesars because that was in check and it was all hockey, and there were no hijinks or anything else. And Adam publicly, at least on this program anyway, said he thought they called that game very well, given the all the emotion that with it. I always appreciate your time. Have a great weekend. I, uh, have a great day today, and thanks for joining us on short notice, and I hope we can talk to you again soon. Awesome. Yeah, thanks for having me. Have a great weekend. You too. Adam Nightingale, Michigan State. Did you learn anything there, one way or the other? Did you learn anything in uh, any That's way? pretty wild. That says he there's said... one reason they're not in the NHL, and our guys aren't in the NHL. Yeah, there's a reason why the officials aren't. <laughs> you know, there, there's he's, a... right. he's right, but you don't hear that from a coach all that often. I remember, you know, occasionally when Judd was a basketball coach, for whatever reason, he'd be in his office for whatever thing, and the and somebody would bring in the... He'd say, "Who's he?" He'd interrupt himself, or a call would come in because he, he always wanted to know who the officials were going to be for a certain game. And you know, Judd was demonstrative. Uh, yeah, with the officials. Yeah, some of them took his grief. Some didn't take it. Some, I mean, like, he, so, like he said, when you work the officials, I got to know who we're dealing with. Some he liked. Some he he says, "Oh, why are we getting that?" He used to scream and yell, "Why do we get this guy? Why are we getting this guy more often than not?" So on and so forth. And there, he didn't like any of them. But on the other hand, there were those more tolerable than others. I always remember that with him. He wanted to know who the and in basketball, where there's so much judgment, I would imagine a lot of basketball coaches feel the same way. More in a moment. This is the Friday Sparrow Stout on Sports. Over to Tracy for breaking news. We have super good news, Dave. The super sale is back at Meyer Friday and Saturday only. Save $6 per pound on certified Angus beef top sirloin steak. Save $6.50 on a three-pound bag of Honeycrisp apples. And get a one-pound bag of mandarin oranges for 99 cents. Get Meyer super sale deals in-store or online while supplies last. Now that is super. Shop this Friday and Saturday only during the Meyer super sale. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. 
You never know what time of year you're going to need the talented people and services of Doty Mechanical, 615 South Waverly and Lansing, one of the terrific service companies in our area through the years. Heating issues, cooling issues. You need a generator. You need plumbing help. All of that and more from the great technicians at Doty Mechanical. They carry the carrier products. They're the exclusive distributor in the area. 327-7777. When you need that kind of help, call Doty Mechanical. Well, spring is about two months away, right? You can call Pure Green today for a quote for lawn service, okay, coming up this season. 703-1111. Or online, visit puregreenlawn.net. Prepay and early season pricing is available. Compare the price and service to your current company to make a 2024 upgrade on your lawn service. There is no company we found that is good at what they do as Pure Green Smith Tree at 703-1111. City Limits in Mason, what a gathering place for people who've enjoyed bowling and just recreation and get-togethers for a number of years. And it's going hot and heavy and it's safe and sound. And you ought to see all the people in the parking lot who enjoy city limits every single day you can sign up for a bowling league for a special occasion seven days a week after a game or go watch games on the big screen tv city limits on cedar street at mason everybody knows where it is and everybody loves it you'll love city limits cedar street at mason too without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you no matter the weather emergency or time of day you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We've got a high five to Greg Sinecropi and everyone who has built Arts Pub into an iconic location on Kalamazoo Street in downtown Lansing. It's a great game day hangout serving a wide menu of pub grub and pizza plus a shuffleboard table, dine-in or takeout, closes at 11 p.m. And the menu can be found online at artspublansing.com or call 977-1033. Serving all three labor shifts in the city with wonderful fare. Arts Pub, Kalamazoo Street, have a great time there in Lansing. Candy Ford in Charlotte, the home of the greatest deals on wheels. They've had that slogan for years and years, and it just keeps getting better every single day. John Dykstra says it's worth the drive, okay? Down I-69 from the Lansing area to Charlotte to see the deals they have for you. They'll get you the best deal you can possibly find on a Ford vehicle new or used. And if trucks are your thing, okay, Candy Ford is home of the greatest Ford trucks that there are available. You're always ahead whenever you choose Candy Ford. Worth the drive to Charlotte for sure. Golf is never out of season at Michigan State's Forest Acres Complex. Regardless of the weather or the time of the year, you can practice with the facilities. And the pro shops have all kinds of spectacular apparel and Michigan State artifacts you really can't find anywhere else. Great for gift-giving ideas at any time of the year. Online, golf.msu.edu for everything Michigan State. And the 2024 season has got a lot of opportunities for golfers everywhere. 
Forest Acres Complex Golf at Michigan State. One of the most popular restaurants in our area for years continues that way. Woody's Oasis on Trowbridge Road in East Lansing. As the saying goes, eat at Woody's, live longer with a Mediterranean cuisine. And now the menu has some wonderful new items they're all excited about. Chicken Kafta along with their Woody's burgers, gyros, fries, and a whole lot more. For all the information, the website woodysoasis.com or call 351-2280. Woody's. Eat at Woody's. Trowbridge Road, East Lansing, and live longer. Beautiful day for a touch-free car wash. Lake Lansing Road Mobile right across from the Eastwood Town Center. That gets you 25 cents a gallon off the price of gas, and they'll fix your vehicle and your, their service pays Monday through Friday when you call 484-2300. And remember, across the street, Eastwood Town Center, that one Culver's by Walmart. You're hungry for anything at any time. When you order, you mention Stout on Sports. Boom, they'll immediately reduce that price by 10%. <laughs> From Mud Ice Arena to Little Caesars Arena, we've got the sports opinions that matter to you. From the Driven Collision Studios, we make friends by accident on the game, 730 a.m. On the go from the Driven Collision Studios here at WVFN Radio, wherever you are around the world. Nice to have you with us, those who follow WVFN. AM 730, you know that live, it's been several months now. He went from uh, pre-recorded to live 3 to 6 because he's at 19 stations across the state of Michigan. Uh, good for him. Network uh, analyst, network show on at night. 19 Michigan stations, 3 to 6 every weekday afternoon. That's the huge show, Bill Simonson. And Bill's going through the area, and he's checking in with us this morning. Where are you on your way to today? Well, I'm on my way down to Suburban Collection Show Place. They have the outdoor show there in Lomas Brown, the former Lion. We're doing a promotion. We're giving away uh, Lomas's Lions custom golf cart uh, from Impact Power Sports. So uh, we're giving that away this summer. But another appearance of Lomas. I'm doing my show live. Chris Ballas for the Wolverine.com will join us. We'll talk about Michigan, Michigan State. The one, the reason I called, I have to tell you something, and I've heard. Adam Nightingale a couple times in interviews, Michigan State had better enjoy that dude because he's a future NHL head coach. He is, bottom line. We he's hear too good with the media. He, uh, the on-the-ice uh, scoreboard doesn't lie. You, you hear system, system, system without being too atypical. Just a wonderful wonderful head coach he really is yeah i think you're right i hear from people within the sport that the nhl has its eyes on him what that means specifically moving forward but obviously they've been a huge storyline at michigan state this winter and this school year given the storylines in football and men's basketball i guess for a lot of michigan state hockey fans there's some relief with hockey and who knows where this is going to end up by the middle of april right yeah, you know, one thing about Michigan State, not you know, driving through, I always think about, you know, I'm, I drive through a lot in Lansing, and it's awesome to be back live weekdays at 3. But, you know, I love Coach Smith, what he did hitting the ground running, considering uh, the Hurricane Tucker he had to deal with, the remnants of that. Izzo, you're having the up and down, but, you know, yeah, I wish Booker and Carr could give them more, but I believe Izzo's smart enough if he thought they would. Uh, they'd be in there. I, I look at the coaching tree right now with new blood, old school people led by Tom. I, Michigan State has a great coaching roster right now across the board. Look at, you know, again, Susie did a great job of building it up, but look, look at women's basketball right now. Just everything. I, I really like what Michigan State has right now 
in terms of coaches across the board. Right. Uh, Brock, last time I saw Bill in person, we were at the opening night for the Grand Rapids Rise Volleyball. I, I think Van Andel Arena is spectacular. There were 8,000 I love Van Andel. It's great arena. Night. Of course, it's there's a local angle because Kathy George is the coach. I don't know what I expected that night, Bill, but when I came away from watching professional volleyball debut amongst eight franchises across America, one of them in Grand Rapids, I thought it was a pretty neat deal. It's amazing to me how people where you are headquartered out of in the state of Michigan support good events like that. Fair to say? Yeah, you know, uh, 8,000 people for their opener. They had 4,000 on a Monday night the other night, and, and a big part of it, I will say again, I go back to uh, another former Michigan State coach and Kathy. She is such a good ambassador for the sport of volleyball and just a good person at the core. I've ran into her husband a couple times downtown when I'm you know, walking to get lunch. And just really, they, they, they live in downtown. They care about East Lansing stuff, a place in Okemos or something. And, and Kathy, a year in, a year in advance of the opener, uh, really was uh, ingraining herself in part of West Michigan, the state, the volleyball community. And, yeah, you know, I think a lot of us, Tim, when we get a little bit older, and I know I'm 62 and I look 42, but uh, we forget that there's another generation where different sports, uh, different ways of watching it, uh, streaming or uh, on their YouTube, on their Xbox. uh, And volleyball, those little girls growing up who have played club volleyball, played high school at Williamston or whatever school, or they went and played college, and then now they're moms. They've never had a place to go. We, we All the sports we grew up with, baseball, basketball, football, hockey, golf, whatever, there were ways to go watch stars in professional leagues. And now volleyball, uh, those girls and some boys who play the sport now, and I think it'll be a high school sport next year at MHSAA, they have a, they have a place to go. You have pro, you know, it's not beach volleyball, which will come to Grand Haven once in a while. This is legit world-class athletes so more power to the grand rapids rise cole devos the devos family and for kathy george uh for really helping launch uh, pro volleyball in Michigan. Okay, so amongst the guests you have on the air that impressed me, and you have a lot of them, and by the way, tell Ballas, I mean, he, you know, he's tremendous at giving you the stuff on Michigan, but the one that impresses me, the and I don't hear him that often because it's seasonal, is the football coach at Hope College, and I bring it up because he just got three Mason That's players. Peter Sturzma, right? He just got three Mason players, all of whom are great. I'm amazed that those guys picked Hope when I think all of them could have gone to a bigger school, but my sense is they probably were impressed when this guy recruited them. And let me tell you, go tell Peter Sturzman, I've seen those guys he's getting from this area. The MIAA better look out because Hope's going to be loaded. But you know the guy much better than I do, don't you? Yeah, you know, Peter, what do you win? Five state championships at East, East Grand Rapids as a head football coach. I, I believe Hope with their facilities, uh, with Peter, with his staff too. I think his staff is very important, overlooked a lot. We always talk about the head coaches. Uh, he will build them into an MIAA power. You know, MIAA, you're looking at Alma, you know, they're, they've been top four, I think, a couple years in a row. Albion's always good. It's a great sports conference. And Peter Sturzma, his motivation, his energy, it is contagious. In a program like Mason that really has an incredible culture, you get guys together who want to play. You know, I'm looking at it with my son, Ace. Yeah, he got a, a D2 offer. He's a junior 
uh, offensive and defensive lineman from Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern. He's 6'2", 295. He got offered by Ferris a day after signing day. He's a junior, class of 2025. And I know he's debating in his mind, and I'm letting it be his path. And Narduzzi has shown some interest at Pitt and Toledo and other schools, and he got invited to Rivals Midwest Camp and Under Armour. But he's really talking about where he wants to go where a buddy could go with them and they go play or, or you're going to come in and get a lot of playing time rather than uh, be at a D one school and be fifth in line. So that, that that's, again, I think kids are much more mature. I really do. in uh, their options and decision-making today. So yeah, Mason, what a great program there. And Peter stirs my hope. Go look at DeVos Fieldhouse. Go look at Van Andel soccer stadium. Go look at their new football facility. For a D3 school, their locker room and meeting rooms. Uh, yeah, they're going to build an indoor facility here soon. And Holland's a great place to live. And the networking, when you get that degree with Hope College, is as good as any uh, networking in the country, regardless of level. So a good place there. And Peter Sturzman, I think he's a future D1 head coach someday. I really do. So I can remember the day more than 20 years ago at the old Trippers restaurant in the Frandor Shopping Center here in Lansing, where the entire staff of this building was taken down on a or I think it was say whatever it was. And we were introduced to Bill Simonson on his huge because we were adding the huge show to the lineup. And that's more than 20 years ago. Through all that time, has this all played out for you the way it had you had hoped that it would? And has the job description for you changed very much over the years? And uh, do you still enjoy it? And I would think you probably do through all this time. Fair to say? Yeah, you know, and I, I think I've adjusted, Tim. Uh, and I think you have, too, to a point. You're doing TV, you're doing radio. Uh, I really kind of caught the social network wave, the podcasting, all that took advantage. Uh, I think that helped. I, I meet a lot of younger listeners who will stop and say they listen or my son's football teammates. And I'll be kind of surprised that, you know, 17, 16, eight, you know, 18 year olds are listening, but I think the social networks and being able to brand your show 24 seven, even when you're sleeping, the huge show page is there on Twitter, the huge show page on uh, Facebook, the podcast where people can listen all around if they move from Lansing and they're living in great falls, Montana and, I think adjusting there, I'm still out at events. I still believe in shaking the hand of anybody who comes up to me and they say they listen and listen to them, ask them how their family's doing, where they're from, where do they work at. Uh, I, I always believe in that. Unless someone's rude to me, I'll, I'll stop, I'll talk. And if I'm there 20 minutes with them, I'm there 20 minutes with them. I think that's a big part of our business. Radio was built by being in front of your audience at remotes play-by-play, play, uh, whatever it is. Radio was built on that premise of having a connection to the people who listen, and and I've maintained that. So it's into my 23rd year here in the state of Michigan. I'm into my 33rd year in a month um, across this country, and you know, I'm 62. I don't plan on going away anytime soon, and I just adjust with the times. And that's why, you know, great DJs taught me this, that DJs could be in their 60s talking about the hits, and it's how you how you bring it to the microphone. So it's an honor 
to do a sports radio show every day. It really is. And is your son who plays football at Forest Hills Eastern, is he your only uh, you know, uh, kid who's playing high school sports right now, or are there others who've come and gone or more on the way up? Well, my daughter Ava, who's a really talented soccer player, again chose to go to Aquinas College and they're NAIA and they've been to the championship game and I think Final Four in NAIA the last two years. She's a freshman uh, there um, and she can play at Aquinas the rest of her career or she might be able to portal up. Uh, the former Aquinas coach, Lewis Robinson, is the head soccer coach uh, at uh, Western Michigan. Ava was the defensive MVP of the Michigan State soccer camp when she was 12 and then she got out of club soccer. She liked the social side of high school and it was her choice you know I, I thought she could have been a national team player but you know kids got to make their own choices but I'm so happy she decided she was all state and went and played uh, college I have a son legend who's a sophomore he just plays soccer um, and he, he likes it uh, but again your children are different uh, Ace is motivated beyond belief he uh, just benched at the power strength combine 225 19 times he hit 500 on his squat uh, two nights ago he's quick and fast for 295 so, so will any of those yeah. kids follow you into broadcasting at all or are they going to go another no, route no i you know my you know so about children and you you know you have a great family and i met all of them really sitting up there at charlevoix the villager pub last summer when you were up there on a golf trip and i'm with my buddies and we happen to be in the same place at the same time that my, my kids don't even talk about my show. My, but my, my son's football teammates will talk about the show to me all day long. You know, your children, your children humble you and they, and it's almost like I'd rather talk to Ace about what his day was like, or he's a three, eight student and he works and he treats people right. Or, you know, legend, you know, Legend is a different cat being the youngest, or Ava has my stubbornness and and drive, and I'm cool that I don't have to talk about my job. I, my children won't go into broadcast, at least right now I don't see it. You know, a Ava had that ability to come on my show when she was like 10, 11, 12, and she was awesome. I, I could see her maybe doing broadcasting one day. I think she's going into sports management, so that could be something sports connected for her and I just, I really have learned through five kids that you've got to let your children not do what they want to, but you, you've got to, you've got to help them chase their dreams, not chase yours. Right. Okay. So if the show today from three to six, you're on location, once again, where will you be uh, hosting? Oh, you're with Lomas Brown today from three to six, right? Yeah, we're down at uh, Suburban Collection Showplace. They have the outdoor Rama, uh, an, another huge outdoor show. So I'll be at the Impact Power Sports booth if anybody's driving through the Novi area or going to be at the show. Lomas will be there too till four doing a meet and greet. Uh, and then you can see the cart that we're giving away this summer, a tricked out Lomas Brown Lions uh, golf cart. It comes complete. What's, what's pretty cool is the front of the cart says halftime 24-7 and the back of the cart says season over. It tells it like it is. There's no question about it. All right. Drive carefully. Stay in touch. It's great that we have you on from 3 to 6. It's easier for me to listen now, obviously, moving forward. We get, get great response and all that. Have a great time today. Tell Lomas we said hi, and I'll talk to you again soon. And thanks for, st thanks yeah. for checking in, too.
one one thing I have to tell you, Brock is such such a valuable radio asset in Lansing and has been for decades. And Tim, even your interview with uh, Adam, you, you are you are the consummate pro. I, I love it. I appreciate being back live with everybody at seven thirty, and we'll talk soon, my friend. Okay. Nope. Okay, buddy. Drive carefully. Have a great weekend and a good show today. That's Bill Simonson, who hosts the huge show three to six live every day. Just driving through the area, decided to give us a call, which has happened from time to time. Yep, once in a great while. I thought he was a little overstated on your end of it, but uh, yeah, he didn't need to do. He didn't need to do that. He was uh, laying it on too thick for me. Well, I, I mean, think, that's nice to hear. Thank you, but I mean, for what he said, know. I think in some regards, at least ten percent of the audience probably fully agrees with him, if not more. Uh, Maybe need, 20. We'll go to break. Let's <laughs> say you calling a water hotline is 342-63, and this is the Sparrow Friday, Stout on Sports. Here's what's on tap today here on The Game, 730 AM, WVFN. Uh, we got more possibilities for guests coming up in the 12 o'clock hour. Just keep listening. Uh, we're on until 1 o'clock today. At 1 o'clock, it is ESPN Radio. And then at 3, you just heard him, Bill Simons in the huge show. He's 3 to 6. Uh, at 7 o'clock tonight, WVFN, it is high school boys basketball, the regular season finale. Okemos at East Lansing. Eric Doc Love will join me from East Lansing High School. Uh, over on 1240 WJIM, 630 tonight. It's uh, Well, you just heard Adam Nightingale earlier this hour. Michigan State hockey uh, hosting Ohio State tonight. 6.30 pregame, 7 o'clock, puck to ice, as Mad Dog used to say. That's what's on tap. The game, 7.30 a.m., WVFN. Mid-Michigan has been blessed for 89 years with the convenience of a quality dairy store serving Mid-Michigan in so many different ways. Sundry items at any time you're short, you can run to a quality dairy store. Everything from gasoline to laundry to bakeries to delicatessen, you name it, and the quality dairy stores have it for you. And their fresh baked items are fantastic, and there's always something in the deli that's special every day. There's always high quality at Quality Dairy, serving you all over mid-Michigan seven days days a week. Young or old, okay? Male or female, you got some pains, you got aches, peak performance physical therapy is where you ought to start first. And they've got locations now in DeWitt, Mason, Westshire Drive and Lansing, and also Grand River Avenue in Okemos. 853-6800 is the number. Before you go through all those doctors and any of those surgeries, let their people take good care of you if they've done for so many people in the area. And hey, if you mention Stout on Sports when scheduling your evaluation, you receive a free Free gift when you come in for your first appointment. Peak Performance Physical Therapy. There's always great news at any given time from iDevelopment. We get the latest from Nathaniel Ide. Thanks, Tim. Thanks for having me. Lots going on in every part of the city, whether it's Lansing, East Lansing, Okemos, really any part of the greater Lansing area. For people who have office needs, retail, residential, we're here. We stand ready to help with any of your commercial real estate needs. iDevelopment, serving so many people for so many years in so many ways. Google iDevelopment to see how they can help you. The official printer 
of Stout on Sports, the best printer, best print shop I've seen in the area, ASAP Printing in Okemos, West Jolly Road on the strip mall just off Okemos Road. Ed Giles got it. It's easy to find. You park right in front. It's clearly marked. 349-7300 with any questions. ASAP Printing. All right. If you need signage for getting your people back to work, Florida Cal's, informational posters, yard signs, banners, all that because of the pandemic or anything, that's ASAP Printing where no job is too big or too small in Okemos. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Ozzy, the official jeweler of Sparrow Stout on Sports. Kitty corner from the Frandor Shopping Center with such convenient parking. But maybe you need some consultation. You can call Brick Humble and the staff anytime at 332-7900. Every day is a special day at Ozzy Jewelers, the best jewelry store anywhere we say in Michigan, let alone the mid-Michigan area. The number again, 332-7900 for that special occasion at any time. Ozzy Jewelers to the rescue for you. If you can't imagine a morning without pain, the highly skilled specialists at Sparrow Orthopedics in and Sports Medicine are here for years. Custom built design the remodeling has been the leading sports medicine program in build remodeling company in Michigan. And owner Michael Flory has built the rehabilitation surgery and joint replacement. About what the difference between a general contractor and a design build company is, you got a Google custom built in Oakland. Their positions have great experience. We swear by custom built in Oakland, a great renovation company. You can learn more about the leading edge medicine go to sparrow.org backslash orthopedics attention are you turning 65 are you looking for medicare advantage coverage aetna has medicare advantage plans that includes prescription drug coverage with a zero dollar monthly plan premium call aetna today at 1-833-771-7542 tty711 to learn more there is no obligation to enroll one of our licensed agents will answer your call call today 1-833-771-7542 tty711 and the medicare is an hmo ppl plan with a Medicare contract. Our DSNPs also have contracts with state Medicaid programs. Enrollment in our plans depends on contract renewal. Plan features and availability may vary by service area. Girls, I have told you, no playing basketball in the house. Harper, catch! And that is why. Wow, Mom, you have always said you didn't like that light. Now I can get a new one. Okay, you have a point. I'm going to call Sparky's Electric right now to get this scheduled. But you're both grounded. Rude! From broken lights to remodels, you can count on Sparky's Electric. Give them a call today. 517-627-5423. Back to the best in sports talk now. We're Lansing's number one source for sports talk. Touchdown! The game, 7.30 a.m. you got our computer giving you a little stereo, though, during that break. Yeah, between what, computer custom issues. Custom built and between Sparrow Orthopedics. So you'll hear more about Sparrow Orthopedics next hour and this hour because ahead of Sparrow Orthopedics is Dr. Michael Shingles, who gives us some of his time and expertise when he has a few moments on Friday, and he's on the other end of our line. I don't think I've ever heard two commercials overlap each other at the same time, Doc, but... Every now and then, when you work with computers around here and it's live, you never know what you're going to get. But thanks for joining us. I hope you got a few minutes. 
Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, one of the political issues around the United States, as you hear from time to time, is some legislatures want to know, what should we do about kids playing tackle football, and is it safe? Do you have an opinion on kids playing tackle football? Do you think that's overstated, uh, or do you think they should not be allowed to play until whatever? Are you asked that question from time to time? Nobody has a football background like you have medically. What say you? Yeah, I, mean, I guess I, I, from my profession, I look at that from two ways. You know, as a sports med doc and a team doc at, you know, for high school and collegiate football all over the years. Um, I love these sports. I love uh, taking care of the athletes. I see the benefits of having sports for athletes and young people, um, and including football, right? Including some of the, the sports that are a little bit more hazardous, you know. But I also see the worst of the worst. You know, I see some of these bad injuries. And um, that makes it a really good question. Um, I, I think to lose football in, in the United States, uh, first of all, I think it's never happened. But it would be sorry to see it go away. I think that we're getting better um, because of some of this legislation of making sure we have athletes trained in high school and medical personnel that can help with, for example, concussions and these things can be identified quicker. Uh, there's certainly a lot of research on how to be safer in the sport. And um, I remember one of my youngest was going through openness. Um, you know, he's in middle school. They, you know, we went to talk to him. They were talking about, you know, tackling drills and starting that at a really young age to help prevent neck injuries and whatnot. So I think we need to continue to improve on those things. Um, but it is one of the sports where you can have, I mean, I see it every day. I see it now. I see patients in their 70s that are in my office. They have arthritis and could have been from old football injury and whatnot. And it sort of starts the whole process. But most of those people, if you ask them, would you do it again? They say yes, because it was that important to them at that age. So I don't know if that answers your question or not, but I certainly so the college, the college football playoff committee, so now we're going from four teams to 12. So that's more games. And now they're talking about maybe 14 to 16. So that's more games. But I never, of all the issues that come up, one of them that I never hear much about is safety. Do you think there's a safety issue lengthening the college season longer or because players are more heavily protected and rules have changed that really shouldn't be a factor in determining whether to lengthen the college season beyond where it is now. Well, I think that's a definite uh, consideration and of importance, and it's probably true. If you lengthen the season, there's more opportunities to get hurt, right? And it's at the end of the season when you're playing through stuff and you're not 100%. And, um, and so that's a factor, and, and there's so much money driving this in, you know, the playoffs and all that, um, that that's probably going to happen too. But these kids are, maybe it's good that they're getting in on money and other things because uh, it's different when you're a professional. It's your job. You sign up for it. You know, when they have that team, you got a union to sort of fight for you and all that, you know, regarding protect your body. But, you know, you only, you know, with football and some of the sports, you only got so many games in you before your body sort of breaks down. Right. You see that? In the being the pros, you got to be resilient to get there and be one of those. You know, but for some some people it's far less than a, a high school career, or college career. And um, the more games you play, and the the more you play through stuff. I mean, overall you can recover, but you need to recover. 
Uh, years ago, I can remember early on, you know, talking about Michigan State or other college football in knee injuries. Surgery required, that's the end of the season. Then I remember, if my memory's correct, the late Dr. Lanny Johnson perfected the, uh, the angle of scope type of treatment whereby players' knees were scoped and they could come back much more quickly. And I remember a number of NFL players would come in here and have him perform surgery on them. My question is this. Since that practice was first used through the years has technology changed much the way those types of knee injuries are treated and does scoping from then to scoping today changed very much oh yeah it's changed a lot i used to give a course at the med school on um arthroscopy you know this is arthroscopy though that's sort of a that's what we do with everything so it's just it's not something that's new um and lanny johnson who was here in um in Lansing, not, not everybody knows this, was one of the founding fathers that really pioneered some of the technology and the scopes. And you had Paul, Walter Payton, a number of athletes coming here and getting their surgery, which is sort of an amazing little tidbit about Lansing. But uh, it, it, the scoping has been, it's all fiber optics now. You know, we're going to maybe cordless eventually, which is going to be, you know, um, easier to use. Um, High definition monitors, better pictures, better pumps to put the fluid through. Everything's a lot better than it was back then when they had a lamp and a little scope they were looking through. And then the, what we use to fix things has dramatically improved as well, like just the anchors we use and the technology is certainly advanced to make them, um, yeah, getting back quicker more possible. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. As you say, I could remember so many NFL players and others who would come in here with that type of technology. And I can remember Duffy when, I mean, you know, a guy goes down with a knee injury and it's going to require surgery and he's done. And that was such a bane for football. And then you looked at all those knee braces. Have the knee braces changed very much for football players through the years? And frankly, are they more significantly effective than what they were originally when this became an issue for linemen, especially to wear knee braces? I think braces have definitely improved. Uh, they're not perfect. I think for football, of any other sport, they're the most valuable, especially for offensive linemen, um, just to protect the knee from injuries. And it's been shown to, to do that. The material that they use, you know, they've gotten better techniques to fabricate the braces, um, who knows the 3D printing? I'm not an expert on the bracing stuff right now, but I think um, that's going to make it less expensive and um, hopefully more available for all athletes in the sport. These braces are more affordable because we can make them strong and more efficient. Right. Uh, Spare Orthopedics. The head is Dr. Michael Shingles. Years and years, he treated Michigan State athletes, football, basketball, and a whole lot more. If you have orthopedic issues, let Spare Orthopedics take good care of you as they have taken care of so many people, sports and otherwise, through the years. Doctor, I appreciate your time. I know you've got a meeting. Stay in touch. We'll talk to you again next Friday if you've got a few minutes, and thanks for checking in. Thank you. Have a good one. You too, Dr. Michael Shingles, the head of Sparrow Orthopedics. All right, computers, now make sure the commercials go one at a time. Okay, moving forward. That rarely happens. Man, that was frustrating. As we go, I thought, that's me in stereo, uh, which is twice as bad as it is straight up one way or the other. Calling a water hotline for you to join us. And hour number three on this Friday is 342.63. It's the Sparrow Friday Stout on Sports. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, 
offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.